Live from Chicago, Illinois, it's the Freak Show Code Podcast with your host, Freak, CEO and senior producer of Freak Show Production Company, Freak Todd. On today's show, we're going to talk about revamping the Freak Show Code. Dot com website We're gonna have insights From our local web professional Bruce Smith We're gonna talk about some things Like could we use a Drake track In the background of the intro If we wanted to And also What would be the best choice For a picture in the background The Mona Lisa or an Andy Warhol painting. Hey, hello. Today we're going to talk about revamping the Freak Show Co. website. It's a pretty good website. Um, it just needs to be a bit better. More entertaining overall. Just a little bit about the company. Freak Show Co. has been in existence since 2011. Freak Show Co. is a multimedia production company that specializes in music production. The company is also highly influenced by visual arts. Okay, Freak Show Co. has been working on uh, this website for a few years now. Uh, It's gotten to a pretty decent place uh visually uh like i said once again it needs a little bit more entertainment value uh adding this value should engage the target audience and eventually lead to more conversions we also want to enhance the site's performance the quicker the pages load on the site the better the experience for the audience to go with me down this journey Uh, We hired Bruce Smith, a professional web developer. The first question I had for Bruce was, I wanted to have a popular piece of music or attractive piece of music on the page. I was wondering, could I use a Drake track and would it fit my budget? Why or why not? And what other options did I have if the answer was no? First off, there won't be any Drake tracks around here. Uh, chances are there's a hefty licensing fee uh, attached to one of those tracks for an intro song. The only option is determining if the Drake track would be considered under the fair use defense. Under the fair use defense, there are four elements that Determine if a work is able to be considered fair use. The first factor is, is it being used for commercial use or non-commercial use? If the work is being used for non-commercial use, it is more likely to be deemed fair use. On the other hand, if you plan to use a work for commercial use, it is less likely for that work to be deemed of fair use. The second factor is 
what exactly is the nature of the work? If it is a fictional work, like a book, a song, a poem, that is likely to get more protection under the Copyright Act. If it's a factual work, like old news stories or reports, it's more likely deemed as fair use. The third determining factor if a work is a fair use is how much of the original work was copied. Copying a small portion of the work is more likely to be deemed fair use. Copying a lot lessens your chances of the work to be used or deemed as fair use. The fourth determining factor is what effect does the copied work have on the market? This factor is based on the commercial impact of the copied work. If actual potential sales are not going to be hurt, then the challenged copying is more likely to be fair use. If sales of the copied work are adversely impacted, then a finding of fair use is less likely. Since we're working on a minimum budget and licensing a Drake track may be over that budget, another free option is the public domain. Works that are not subject to copyrights at all are in the public domain. Anyone can copy, distribute, or make derivatives of the work that are in the public domain freely without permission. The public domain includes works on which the copyright has expired in the U.S. Copyrights last 70 years after the last copyright holder for a work has died. Which connects to my second question. Bruce suggests classic artwork in the background. Uh, the Mona Lisa or an Andy Warhol painting. Andy Warhol was a famous painter in the 1980s and late 70s. He died in 1987. Therefore, his estate still holds his copyrights for his artwork, which means that there will be a licensing fee connected to using Andy Warhol's paintings. In this scenario, since we're trying to keep the budgeting low, we will not be able to use an Andy Warhol painting. On the other hand, Leonardo da Vinci died in 1519, which means his copyrights has long expired, which means the painting of the Mona Lisa is a great option to have in the background. The next question I had was this. I also want to own what Bruce creates, so Bruce can't claim ownership. How would I go about doing that? The first thing that needs to be made clear before Bruce does any work is the assignment of the copyrights. It is of good practice to make sure each party that contributes to the work is aware who will receive copyrights. Since Bruce Smith is a contractor, the assignment of the copyrights should also be stated in the contract. This can be done by a work for hire clause within a contract. This states that the work that is made is for hire, but if not work for hire, the work is hereby assigned to the customer. The last question is, if this is not a real company and your use of copyrighted materials is all just an exercise for a full sales university course submitted to me and I am the only one to see it, are you violating copyright law? Why or why not? In this scenario, 
uh, the first issue that arose was, was I able to use a Drake track on the podcast? The answer was no, due to the permissions that would be needed to use a Drake track and also licensing fees that will be connected with that track. Considering that Freak Show Co. has a low marketing budget, that was not an option. What I went with was a track from Freak Show Co.'s music library. This is beneficial because it's a great marketing tool for music production for FreakShowCo.com as well as a free option for the podcast. The next copyright issue that arose was Bruce's suggestion to use classic artwork in the background. The choices were between Leonardo da Vinci's The Mona Lisa or a work of art from Andy Warhol. We came to the conclusion that since Andy Warhol's works are still under copyrights, the best option for this scenario is Leonardo da Vinci's Mona Lisa. Since Leonardo died in 1519, his copyrights has been expired for a very long time. The last copyright issue that arose in the revamp of the website was the assignment of the copyrights. It is important for Freak Show Co. to be upfront as far as the ownership of the copyrights by declaring the work a work for hire in the contract with a work for hire clause. So the answer to the last question is yes, the company is real. No, we're not violating any copyright laws due to the fact that we chose the Mona Lisa, who is in the public domain, as well as using an original track from FreakShowCo.com.